Hey, no competition. Mm -mm. Hey, no competition. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Big T, a.k.a. Terrence Tennant, founder and creator of No Competitions, No Competitors, The Brand. And you are now tuned into the No Comp podcast that sports and health wellness health wellness and sports i always say it doesn't matter which comes first you know what i'm saying today we're going to be talking about you know what i'm saying a little bit about some of these major sports i got a little bit of football a little bit of basketball um not really going to be going over them generally just so far it's just some things that's going on within the sports uh just some little minor headlines that's been going on uh of course the first one i'm gonna go ahead and jump into would be uh the nfl i'm gonna start off with that one just so i can discuss a little other things that's within that also my next uh subject is going to be something a lot more recent but uh this one right here um starting off with the nfl like i say gonna start off with uh jj watt you know as we all know on the first he had announced that um himself he had announced uh via picture on instagram i believe or twitter it was uh, of him in a cardinal shirt so pretty much uh declaring where he was going you know we he had stated that he had wanted his freedom uh from the texans uh and i had did speak about this in a uh a prior podcast so you know what i'm saying just so far as him wanting his freedom from that team also in that podcast i did mention the, the issue with houston right now and a lot of stars whether it's basketball or football wanting to leave the city so it's a big thing they may need to look into. But just so far as J.J. Watt, you know, uh, just to go over his credentials just so far as just a little bit. Uh, Five-time Pro Bowler, uh, three-time Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, of course, we all know amongst the players, a lot of times when they did the NFL rankings, he was always ranked high. Uh, several times got number one, a few times ranked high in some seasons that he didn't even complete the full season. But, you know, uh, lately – been rattled with a lot of injuries and stuff like that so battling with that uh you know at this stage of his career at, you know at this point you know he's on the back end of it so uh dealing and also dealing with those type of injuries and stuff like that especially being at a uh, defensive lineman uh and, you know what i'm saying being a premier defensive lineman where you know a lot of attention is going to be on you so uh, and then, like I was saying, at this stage of his career, so battling those injuries is going to be another big thing. Usually at this point in some of the players' career, you know, getting smaller and stuff like that usually helps out with some quickness and stuff like that. But you got to remember at the same time, he is a defensive lineman, and, you know, uh, for the most part of his career, he's been known as that power guy. So, you know, just may not be getting that whole load of power that you may used to get from him. But at this point, you know what I'm saying, he's still a, a guy to, to be focused on and somebody to reckon with. So uh, I think, you know, with that addition of him, the Cardinals do, you know what I'm saying, and that defensive line do get a little bump. Uh, so, you know, uh, of course you can say that, you know, you're not going to disregard the fact that he is a great player. So, no, no matter what the age, unless, you know what I'm saying, he literally just falls off a cliff, but I don't think that's going to be the case. Uh, but let's just discuss the contract he did sign with the Cardinals just a little bit. Uh, it was a two-year, uh, the complete uh, money-wise was with 31 mil, 23 guaranteed, so I'm sure that was a big reason for signing uh, to the Cardinals. But just to go a little deeper into it, I don't really – know the 
real reason maybe you know what I'm saying he'll go in depth just so far as details about why he chose the Cardinals when everything's official you know everything's not really official till well in his case it is because he was a, a complete free agent with no strings attached but you know, uh, just so far as all the other trades and deals that's been going on, it's not completely official till you know, uh, the official date, and that's uh, March, March 15th, so, which is uh, coming up, so, you know, everything will be official then, but like I was saying, I'm not too sure on the reasons he chose to go to Arizona, um, just so far as contender-wise, I mean, they, they did break even just so far as last year, it was 8-8, eight and eight, but, uh, on the downside so far is the division uh second to last in the division sitting at two and four in the division so uh just so far as competing uh i was trying to figure out maybe they'll do some things in their draft they got coming up uh they got three picks that could potentially make a difference also the free agents all the a, a lot of free agents that's coming up so got to be mindful of the free agents coming up but just in my thoughts, I'm not sure what really drove the the decision for Arizona. Uh, I mean, location is a so far as warmth. I mean, it's it's a it's a heated area. I mean, but just so far as the team wise, um, Kyler Murray, uh, he is. I mean, of course, he is an, an exciting quarterback to watch and stuff like that but just so far as my perspective i still think it's a lot of things he's still working on and i still got a lot of opinions just so far as about his gameplay but just keep the focus on you know what i'm saying jj white uh like i was saying i'm still trying to i'm puzzled just so far as the decision i think he had a lot of uh options just so far as where he wanted to go just because of you know what I'm saying his player stature, so uh, Arizona being the place that it seemed like he wholeheartedly and, and and prior to making the decision, you know what I'm saying on his Twitter he had made some comments about uh, being with the owner and you know what I'm saying flying out to here and there with uh, with owner on the plane and stuff like that. So of course they're showing a close relationship at that point, but. I just want to know what really drove that decision. So, like I said, maybe he'll come out and discuss it. Uh, just so far as I'm saying, like, on a competitive level, I don't really see in the Cardinals and him being this addition making a big, big, uh, big part on the team just so far as giving them a bump up in their division. Because, you know what I'm saying, I really don't see it in that point or that really that aspect. But, uh, like I said, the Cardinals do have three picks uh, in this upcoming draft that could, in the three picks, I'm going to go over, and it ain't three picks total, of course, but just three picks that could really make a difference. Uh, and these are somewhat early picks, so uh, I would think they would use these picks to try to build on some things they really need to try to work on just so far as some additions that can help out just so far as making a big difference in the case of J.J. Watt being a part of the team. So that's what I mean by that. So these picks I have to be some major picks, and that's what I'm trying to get at. So, uh, and I don't really see that happening just because of the numbers they're at just so far as in draft class. So in this upcoming draft, you know what I'm saying, the Cardinals, their picks, they at first, in the first round they got the 16th pick. You know what I'm saying? Which is not bad. So, you know what I'm saying? You can do a lot with that pick right there. But I'm sure you'll really be uh, using that pick on something you'll be needing. 
a lot of things I think they need right now is one of the major things at least is offensive line. But then again, you know, with free agency coming up, you got a lot of offensive line that's about to be free agents. So maybe they try to use free agency to make that happen and piece some things together. But, you know what I'm saying, like it's a good thing that you got free agency prior to, you know what I'm saying, the draft anyway. So that way that these type of things can, you know what I'm saying, move around. But like I was saying, you got that first round pick, uh, the 16th pick in the first. You can do a lot with that just so far as one of the biggest things you want to look at right now is the ability to cover just so far as them because, you know, you are losing uh, Patrick Pete uh, for – People that don't know Patrick Peterson, the uh, cornerback who been there a long time, you know what I'm saying? They drafted Patrick Peterson from LSU. Uh one of the one of the best, if not premier, one of the main uh cornerbacks in the league since he's gotten there, you know what I'm saying? Uh major play, player in college. Uh but so you may be trying to fill that void right there. Just depending on how he's feeling, you know what I'm saying? It's still reported that he's undecided just so far as returning or choosing somewhere else to go. So maybe J.J. Watt deciding to come there may help things out just so far as how he may see it, you know what I'm saying? Just so far as the def- defensive line aspect, maybe maybe he see it may help him out, you know what I'm saying, on that back end. Because, you know what I'm saying, those type of things do play in, play in part to each other. So, all right, in that second round, they got the 49th pick. Uh, of course, you know what I'm saying? We could do some things with that. Uh, in the third round, you got the 79th pick. Uh, and, you know what I'm saying, you're not going to get all the amazing talent, you know. And with all these players coming out, you know what I'm saying, and all this free, the, the extra time due to this COVID, and you know what I'm saying, these tightened seasons and stuff like that gave these players a lot more time and stuff like that to work on their craft and different aspects of their craft and stuff like that. So I think, you know, and then, and not even just off this year, you know what I'm saying, history shows that, you know what I'm saying, not every first-round pick you get is going to be just dynamic and take over the league by storm. So, you know what I'm saying, a lot of times it'd be the late-round picks and a lot of stories and a lot of Hall of Famers are late-round picks and guys who've come late up in the draft and really made a name and really showed that you don't have to be in the top 10, top 20, you know what I'm saying, to really make a difference in this league. So, I I really think, you know what I'm saying, I'm not going to shade them too much for the picks that they have, you know what I'm saying, it all depends on how they work them, you know what I'm saying, because you do have the ability to move some stuff around, maybe offer up some players that another team may want to switch some things around to get some high picks, so you never know how that goes, but in my, from my opinion, like I say, there have to be some major, major moves made for, you know what I'm saying, for me to believe that this team would, you know what I'm saying, first off, take over their division, and then, you know, secondly, make a run for maybe, like, you know what I'm saying, playoff appearance or something like that. So, like I say, maybe he'll come out with a story or something like that to try to explain a little bit more of why he chose it. Of, I mean, one one good benefit uh, is that he do get the opportunity to reunite with his old teammate, the old wide receiver, DeAndre Hopkins. So that's one thing. And then DeAndre was ecstatic about it. So he did tweet that, you know what I'm saying? Let's finish where we started speaking on that time with the Texans. So uh, that's one big thing. You know what I'm saying? That's one major part of it, at least. So, And he say he's ready to be there and he's ready to play. So, you know what I'm saying? As long as he got that mindset, then, you know what I'm saying? The team's got to be 
hopefully, you know what I'm saying, be ready. So, but like I was saying, in my opinion, got to make some major moves in this offseason. Uh, I don't see it how it'll be an issue. You know, they still have Kyler Murray on his rookie contract. So, uh, I'm sure a little bit of money freed up with that. But then again, I think finding a running back is still a thing. You know, you got Kenyon Drake who came in and played a major part last year. But, you know, then again, it seemed like he had a big drop-off after a few games. So, like I said, uh, still some major pieces to be put together on that team. And, you know, so uh, not really a Super Bowl contenders for me. But that, then again, that's my opinion. Maybe my opinion changed after the draft and everything. But that's just my stand on that just from this point. But, you know what I'm saying, if he's if he happy with the selection he chose, which it seems he does, and, you know, with $23 million guaranteed, I'd be very happy too. So, hey. Uh, but to go ahead and move on to my next thing, of course, you know, with a lot of major news getting ready to come up in the NFL. I'm going to have a lot to discuss about the NFL. Like last year, I did my free agency frenzy and stuff like that just so far as uh, people available, teams that could go to also my draft uh, class, stuff like that. So, of course, I'm going to do some more episodes on that just so far as the NFL, try to give you guys some more information uh, and try to do my insight with my teams. Just some of the similar things I did last year, you know what I'm saying? That way I can add more to it, you know what I'm saying, split the episodes up a little bit more to give you guys a little bit more information on stuff like that, but moving on, my and like I said, this next subject is something that's a little bit more recent, and I mean a lot recent, and we are discussing the topic of your boy, uh, well, the league's boy. Donovan Mitchell last night in his post interview, uh, pretty much still heated and uh, frustrated about some officiating calls that happened last night. But at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying, in my opinion, and I'm, of course, you know, I'm giving my opinion on this. Uh, I believe this is something that <sighs> these players have created. So. Of course, uh, if you watched the game last night, you know what I'm saying, the Jazz fell to the 76ers, uh, 131 to 123 in overtime. They fell. They, they pretty much the biggest fall happened in overtime. That overtime only able to score five points. Uh, at the end of the day, Tobias Harris took over in that overtime, scoring 11 points, really helping his team take over in that game. But uh, throughout the game now, the majority of the game, they, I mean, it's – even with Gobert being there, it's like they had no answer for Embiid. So, you know what I'm saying? Embiid goes on in that game, score 40 points. Uh, okay, so, but to stay on sub on topic. Now, Donovan Mitchell had a, a big issue uh, with the officiating calls, and that's with his whole post you know what I'm saying, interview about the game was about when asked about uh, him being ejected from the game and stuff like that. So I'm going to go ahead and try to lay it out just a little bit for you guys to, you know what I'm saying, try to understand my point of, of how I see this. So 
you was frustrated about the game and how it played out just so far as officiating. He also mentioned in the interview, the post interview, that he was not the only person upset, you know what I'm saying? Okay, about these calls and the way it's being officiated. So now during this game, the first tech came off, you know what I'm saying? The display of frustration he had due to a foul called on Gobert, which were a foul in my opinion, because you know, at the time Gobert it was the foul was called for MB. Uh he had just received it, got the inbound, well the rebound. And prior to get ready to put it back up, Gobert did have his elbow in his back, right placed right on his back. Now you know these officials, they see that, they're gonna call that. Especially in this day and time. And you know what I'm saying? And like I say, these are all calls that have been programmed in these officials' mind. These y'all y'all players created this. You know what I'm saying? With the flops. The flops created this, all that created this. So you know what I'm saying? When I see you being frustrated about these calls being made and stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? Because you feel like, you know what I'm saying, either these are these some of these calls are too aggressive or it's just like they playing just outrageous, you know what I'm saying? Because at one point, you know what I'm saying, just a few days ago, we had a few people complaining about the uh, when Steph Curry did the putt fake or when Luka Doncic you know what I'm saying? They got all these posts up and stuff like that, trying to bring the light to these issues and stuff like that, trying to blame these officiating crews for this and that. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not in please do not think that I am on the side of the officiating crew, you know what I'm saying? I ain't got no I ain't never been no official referee nowhere, you know what I'm saying? I ain't got no no shirt, no referee shirt up in my closet or nothing like that, you know what I'm saying? I don't know no refs. You know what I'm saying? I ain't got their back or nothing like that. I ain't Nothing like that, you know what I'm saying? But y'all brainwash these referees to make these calls, though. You know what I'm saying? After being programmed to make these calls for you for so long, you know what I'm saying? And now y'all feel like it's at a point to where, you know what I'm saying, you want to play your game or whatever is going on in this in this situation right now. But, you know, these are all, you know what I'm saying, situations y'all have created. But, you know what I'm saying, at the end of the day, now, to focus on Donovan Donovan Mitchell getting ejected, this was all based off of him pretty much and just his display of frustration that he kept having last night. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, he didn't agree with the call. I understand even from away from the call, if you don't agree with the call, I understand that. But the whole, the whole you know what I'm saying, display of frustration, all the, you know what I'm saying, verbal loud verbal uh frustration that you display and stuff like that you know what these refs looking for so you know what i'm saying that that received him his first tech in the game and then you allowed yourself to do the same thing or where you you know what i'm saying you disagreed with a foul called on the on one end of the court away from the ball you know what i'm saying uh and you disagree with that and then once you disagree with that you did this you pretty much did the same thing displayed you know what I'm saying, verbal uh, frustration, you know what I'm saying, going at the refs and stuff like that. So, you know, uh, when you're doing all that, you know these refs looking for that. So, you know what I'm saying, and like I said at the end of the day, when these players sit here and throw their hands up and do all this extra stuff like that, this has been created, you know what I'm saying. Y'all have created this mindset for these referees to call these ridiculous calls, you know what I'm saying, when certain people throughout the year 
who love defense. When us defensive-minded players and stuff like that, and just defensive-minded. And when I say that, you know what I'm saying, somebody who just love watching defenses, uh, you know what I'm saying, control the game and stuff like that. When we see these type of games, when we started seeing this, we already had issues with it. When we seen the the LeBrons doing it and stuff like that, when LeBron had his, you know what I'm saying, he, you know, all eyes on LeBron. So if anything, if you see the, the guy who's got the main light, you know what I'm saying, if he's one of the main people doing so, then, you know what I'm saying, of course you're going to have a whole generation of, of players, you know what I'm saying, doing the same thing, you know. So, like I say, you've programmed these referees, you know what I'm saying, to call these calls, these soft calls that you say, uh, to be so aggressive with these calls, you know what I'm saying, to protect y'all, to protect yourselves. That you know what I'm saying now it's becoming a frustration. And if he is speaking on behalf of some other players, when he say, and, and it's I'm not the only one. It's a it's you know what I'm saying. When he said that I'm not the only one who feels this way about the way it's being these games are being officiated. You know what I'm saying. He he couldn't come out and say it being officiated, but he did say you, we know what the problem is. You know what I'm saying. Being you know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Not being discreet about it. You know what I'm saying. Not blatantly just saying what it was but we all knew what it was but at the end of the day like i say when you created this mindset now you want to be out of it so it's it, it kind of blows my mind because you know this is something that you you, all, you guys all created so at the end of the day but we all know uh if fans disagree with it and the players don't like it then you know what i'm saying if the league feels like it's something that's going to be detrimental to the league then of course it'll be something they'll start working on but then again, of course, this is gonna bring back some. This gonna this gonna bring some things that maybe some of these players might not want now. When they start, you know, what I'm saying, start feeling a little bit sore in the mornings like that. You know, what I'm saying, just off the the contact, a little bit extra contact, players gonna be really ready to give and stuff like that. You know, what I'm saying, then you are gonna really start seeing a lot a lot more uh, defensive dogs, maybe. You know, what I'm saying, some people that really want to play some defense and get on them. You know, what I'm saying, but really couldn't afford to just. Because of the fact that, you know, whatever you do in the arm swing like that, you know what I'm saying, uh, just a little bit of, you know what I'm saying, acting to get you to the free throw line. So uh, if you want to say that you guys are tired of that, then, you know what I'm saying, I agree with it because, you know, I, I, I never liked the flopping and all that. So I always, you know what I'm saying, consider that a lot of people could get hurt in that situation. Uh, you know what I'm saying, the whole lunging towards folks with with it from the three-point line when people trying to get a lit three shot i never agree with that you know what i'm saying i don't see how a ref could call a call on somebody who's who maybe not if you jump blatantly at somebody and fall up on them and stuff like that i agree with that but if you just standing there with your hands up you know what i'm saying at a good distance and somebody just come lunging at you that should definitely be an offensive fire, especially if you aren't in motion flying at them or nothing like that. If you ain't controlling your body and stuff like that and, you know what I'm saying, not causing no danger, then I definitely agree that that should be an offensive call and that's definitely something that I, I agree that should be taken out of the game because it's just it's just ugly and it's just aggravating, to be honest with you. But, uh, you know what I'm saying, that's really all I had to discuss on that issue. I'm pretty sure they have a lot more about that subject coming up just so far as shedding more light on these issues because of you know what i'm saying because you did have a premier player dude he did manage to get himself ejected right at the 
peak of the game uh, when the team seemed to need him the most, especially because, you know, Tobias Harris went off. Uh, but And they were only able to score five points in that in that overtime. You know, so at the time he had 33 with eight rebounds. So he was doing his thing, of course, you know what I'm saying. I'm sure in that overtime he would continue to do so. But, you know, early in that overtime he, he managed, he couldn't keep himself together, keep it, couldn't, couldn't keep his composure. And, you know, at the end of the day with the first tech after that second one, you know what I'm saying, that's a wrap. So, uh, you know, you got to be careful, man, with, with, you know what I'm saying, what you guys asked for, though, you know. So I'm ready to see what, what, what the result will be of this because, you know what I'm saying, I just I just see it now. You know what I'm saying, them defensive players ready, boy. They ready. So I'm ready to see what this is going to look like. But. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to wrap it up with that subject. You know, like I say, we I'm sure we're going to see a lot more on it coming up. And the more I get on it, the more I read up on it and stuff like that, of course, I'm going to give to you guys so that way we can all be up to date on what's going on. Um, but to end this episode, I'm going to try to go over some quick health wellness. And one of the things I always try to stress just so far as with health wellness is one of the main things physically is stretching and i mean stretching your body man that's when and that's one important thing people don't know realize the importance of it but i try to preach it every day and even with my social media sites and stuff like that i try to post pictures of it uh different stretches and stuff like that uh some basic stretches at that just so people can try to do on a daily basis i would suggest trying to stretch at least twice a day you know what i'm saying first when you wake up in the morning and then maybe after, uh, you know what I'm saying, a little later in the day, you know what I'm saying, prior to bed or something like that. If you got the time. I know people be busy, man. So, you know, that's why I say a little simple stretch, especially the ones I try to post be simple. You know what I'm saying? Maybe just like some straight legs. Uh, just trying to, you know what I'm saying, get your hamstrings uh, right. Uh, maybe some quad stretches, you know what I'm saying, holding your foot back, you know uh some arm stretches stuff like that so you know what i'm saying try to keep it a little simple like that stretch your back a little bit lower back i know a lot of people have issues with lower back especially if you're in the office setting all day or something like that uh also the same if you know if you're working in the warehouse or something like that so uh it's very important to make sure you're stretching definitely if your job requires you to you know what i'm saying physically be uh working you know what i'm saying throughout the day so I try to encourage it, you know, like I say, a lot of benefits within stretching. You know what I'm saying? You can also give yourself, you know what I'm saying, some some good mindsets just with that too, you know what I'm saying? Just with the relaxation of your muscles and stuff, that oxygen getting to your muscles gives you just, uh, you know what I'm saying, a relaxing mindset, uh, really stretches your muscles out, uh, helping, you, helping your muscles breathe and stuff like that. So, man, it really helps your blood flow uh, on a daily basis. So... And a lot of things people ignore also with stretching, you know what I'm saying, helps a lot with your circulation within your joints and stuff like that. So, you know what I'm saying, people be wondering when they start getting a little older and stuff, why they start feeling stiff, man, you know what I'm saying, because you're not as active, you know what I'm saying, you're not really putting yourself through nothing new, having your body, your muscles experience anything new. So that's why I encourage some stretching and stuff like that. And as you go, you know what I'm saying, the more you start doing it, the more you're start investing into it a little bit more you'll start feeling the difference so i try to encourage it man so uh if you can you know what i'm saying at least once a day but like i say i try to encourage people to do still at least twice a day 
at least you know what i'm saying they can really get the full benefit of it so and really still you know what i'm saying start really feeling you know what i'm saying what it can really feel like you know what i'm saying having your body just feel relaxed and at ease at times like that so it's really peaceful for your mind also um also within this health wellness lit piece you know what i'm saying of course we're still dealing with the covid out here so you know like always you want to continue to protect yourself um using your mask you know i don't know if people are still using the gloves or whatnot i still see some people still doing so also i see they've become you know what i'm saying the world you know of course you know there's a lot of innovators out there so i see new lit devices so far as that can help people on the daily just so far as what's going on uh lit devices people can hold to help help with handles pressing buttons and all types of stuff man so you know like i say you know as a as a society you know we always find a way to be creative and be innovative so i see all new types of tricks and tools that people can use now to help them keep them safe uh i do see you know what i'm saying that they do have the vaccine and stuff like that out so you know what i'm saying if you into you know what i'm saying especially if you've done your research and stuff on it like that i would encourage you know what i'm saying you to try it out if if, if that's your thing you know what I'm saying me personally you know what i'm saying i'm not a big fan of you know what i'm saying uh types of things like that so far as especially if i can get it a natural way you know what i'm saying because i'm definitely always studying on ways to you know what I'm saying, heal my body and stuff like that naturally and stuff like that. So I'm always going to try to find a natural remedy first before I try to go to, you know what I'm saying, uh, this current mind medicine for a lot of things. But, you know, like always, if you want any information on the vaccines and locations, you can find the vaccines and stuff like that, uh, or especially locations for testing sites and stuff like that. They still have them located. It's just easier now to... You know what I'm saying? Go to sites and stuff like that. But, you know what I'm saying? Like like I always say, for any information you want on that, guys, you know what I'm saying? I would suggest go to cdc.gov. And once again, that's cdc.gov. That's the official site for the CDC. And then I always have up-to-date information and stuff like that on what's going on out there. So, but to wrap it up, you know what I'm saying, with that, I want to thank all of those who are out there listening and supporting this No Competition, No Competitive movements. We are trying to bring some big things to the world reach everyone we can with this health wellness segment the world has already woken up to better eating habits we are here to keep it inexpensive and keep you consistent you know what i'm saying i want to thank everybody once again who's out there listening you know what i'm saying i appreciate everybody you know what i'm saying last month we had a a big old spike you know what i'm saying in episode listens and stuff like that and downloads so once again you know what I'm saying? i want to encourage everybody to go out you know what i'm saying you can check it out and find it on all platforms check out this episode not only this one but all episodes that i got you know what i'm saying go check them out listen to them give your opinion on my uh social media platforms that i do have so you know what i'm saying i'm up for debate debates about anything i talk about anything new anything old you know what i'm saying classics you know what i'm saying anything that may come so you know what i'm saying whatever you want to come with you know what i'm saying we can do it so i always uh i'm always open to guests uh joining the show so you know what I'm saying? Like, like if you ever want to get in contact, you know what I'm saying? Like I say, my social media platforms are always the best way to reach me or give your opinion or check out what's new and stuff like that. So uh, on Facebook, it's no comp tenon. So that's no comp uh, tenon, T-I-N-N-I-N. You can find that on Facebook and for Instagram. You can pretty much place in no comp 
uh, and it should come up. But if you can't find it, the full list, uh, full title is No Competitions, No Competitors. So uh, you should be able to see it, especially with the logo. I've tried to place a picture of the logo each time I post anything, so that way it'd be easier for you guys to find it. But, you know, you can find an episode on nocomp.podomatic.com. That's nocomp.podomatic.com for each episode. Uh, like always, you know what I'm saying, most of my information, I like to get it from Yahoo Sports, NFL.com, ESPN.com. Uh, just a lot of different sources, uh, especially when I watch the games and stuff myself. I try to keep up with the stats and stuff like that. Uh, I'm not really, you know what I'm saying, in-depth with everything with the stats and stuff like that. But, just like, major stats that I try to speak about and stuff like that, I definitely try to make sure I keep up with them and stuff like that. So uh, I have a lot of sources I try to get my information from so that way it can definitely be accurate when I give it to you guys. But... Once again, I just want to thank you guys uh, for listening. Continue to listen, you know what I'm saying, so that way we can try to make this uh, no-comp podcast number one on Podomatic and number one in the world. Yeah.